Let's talk Tanya for the 26th of Kislev of a leap year. Today's section for Tanya is the entire chapter 2, which begins with the famous words, the nefesh hasheniz b'Yisrael hichilak alikami mal mamish, which means the second soul of the Jewish person is a piece of God above, literally. In yesterday's Tanya, we discussed our first identity, our first soul, known as the animal soul, which as we explained, is self-centered, self-oriented. The second soul of the Jewish person is godliness, as opposed to the first soul, which we explained yesterday, um, is sourced in klipa, in the powers of unholiness. The second soul is actually a piece of God which exists within every single one of us. And the Alter Rebbe says, this is why the verse tells us, Banim atem l'asham God turns to us and says, You are my children. What does it mean that we're God's children? So the conventional understanding of this is that we're God's children. It means that just like a parent loves their children, God loves us. But if you think into it, does love really um, get to the essence and capture the essence of the parent-child relationship? I mean, I could love someone who's not my child. Doesn't make me their parent. You would think it's theoretically possible to have a parent who doesn't even love their children. Yes, most parents do love their children. But being a child of someone, you're not a child of someone by virtue of the fact that they love you. A child, the definition of a child is someone who carries the DNA of the parent. When God tells us, Banim Atam Lashem that you are my children, what that means is that every single one of us has within us a godly soul whose DNA is actually godliness. And this is the godly soul, the second soul that every single one of us has. And in terms of this idea that we all possess a soul, a godly soul, whose DNA is godliness, there's no difference between one Jew and another. You can have the biggest tzaddik, the biggest saint, the biggest rasha. In terms of the substance of what the soul is, the fact that it's godly, there is no difference. Now, there could be differences between one soul and another. But it's not in their essential substance. The example the Alter Rebbe gives is, we know that the entire body carries the DNA of the parent, which doesn't mean that every single part of the body is the same. You cannot compare the brain of the child to the toenail of the child. But in terms of their essential substance, what they are, the DNA of the parent, and that there is actually no difference between the toenail and the brain. They both carry the same DNA. And the same thing is true also. Every single Jewish person has a soul whose DNA is godliness. Now, some of us, the greater tzaddikim, the greater people, they have souls that are more sensitive to godliness. They're like the brain. And you have others who are less sensitive, but that doesn't change and alter the fact that every single one of us is God's child by virtue of the godly soul that we possess. So, we now have the two souls. We have the animal soul, which is from Klippa, which, as we mentioned, is self-centered. But is it necessarily bad, as we explained yesterday? And then we have the godly soul. And the point of the godly soul is not that it's good. The point is that it's godly. The fact that it's godly means it wants to connect to God and it wants to do whatever God wants it to do. And the way the Alter Rebbe is defining this and the struggle within us, now that we understand the struggle is between the animal soul and the godly soul, and we have much to learn about the struggle as we move on in the chapters. But even this very basic understanding that we have by now leads us to understand that for the Jew, the struggle is not between good and evil. Because actually, if we only had an animal soul, we'd still be struggling between good and, and evil because the animal soul, also, it wants to do good things and it wants to do bad things. And sometimes those desires clash with each other. But the struggle in a Jew is a much deeper struggle. It's not, will I be good or will I be bad? 
But will I be about myself? Will I be self-centered? Or will I be about God? Will I be a servant of God? Will my desire be to connect to Him? So now we understand the substance of these two souls that form the identity of the Jew. We know what the substance is, but we have a lot more to learn. This godly soul that we're talking about, we know it's godliness, but what are its core components? Um, what are its expressions? What is its agenda? And that's what we'll be talking about, God willing, in the coming chapters.